Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Glad to have you here. This is uh, episode 61 of the Holstein House podcast. Uh, Today, I hope to be able to get through and talk to everybody a little bit about the container garden my little container garden duckling countdown not too long um some airbnb noster noster nest bitcoin building reservations and just generic stuff like that um this is the 61st episode of the hosting house podcast broadcasting on youtube fountain fm apple Podcasts, google podbean spotify amazon Tune in, iHeart, listen, and trying to regularly post on Nostra Nests. So we'll see how that goes for a while. I hope you will uh, click the thumbs up, boost, zap, subscribe, and share, and all of those independent little uh, uh, activities for each of the clients that are out there that you can use and share with your friends and followers. Um, If you participate in the Value for Value Exchange and anything I say in this podcast or the broadcast is of value to you or you find it funny or you think it's just good information, I hope you express that and uh, whether it's zaps or or likes or um, boosts or or whatever, you know, uh, program you're using that that, uh, offers that opportunity to share and do so that. Uh, well, so in some of these, you know, I'm not monetized on YouTube and uh, Fountain FM takes a takes a cut. But if I were monetized on YouTube, I think it's about 40 or 50 percent of whatever you might share there goes to them. So if you want to work around that middleman, let's do the use the lightning network and just zap, just zap and the fees will be almost nothing. And I, oh, so as I get started, I'm going to tell you another headache. Um, I, I pretty much decided it's this medication he's got me on. It's a high-powered um, uh, water pill or diuretic. It's called Bumet, Bumet Anide, B-U-M-E-T-A-N-I-D-E. And, of course, it's it's stronger than Lasix. And one of the things it does is it sucks your potassium. It sucks your electrolytes out and it flushes them down the toilet, literally. Um, and so some of the things that's been bothering me, I've been taking it about two weeks now. And it has helped the issue. Um, the, the doctor says, I've got lymphedema. It's been helping. But it's killing me. And I'm going to have to call him and talk to him some more. I did have some blood work drawn last week to to check and I haven't heard from them yet but I just keep a headache I'm so tired all the time I am taking a potassium supplement so um in a prescription potassium supplement not just over the counter 
So I don't know if that's it or not, but it's just absolutely exhausting and the headaches and the fatigue after it, after I go, you know, I, I usually take it about mid morning unless I have some errands in town and then I either have to take it early morning or, or later in the evening. And the window of time that it absolutely bothers me the most, I've I kind of got the feel for that after I take it. I know it's going to be a couple hours that I'm really going to be having to stay close to the restroom. But uh, this fatigue, I, I was feeling so bad yesterday. I had class last night and I completely forgot and I didn't get the class coursework done. And um, I didn't get the coursework done because I haven't been able to focus well enough to do that. And I keep thinking, well, class is Tuesday class. Well, no, class was Monday. <laughs> class was Monday. So I didn't get it done. And I apologize to the instructor and just mentioned we do. A, it's a stupid Zoom class. Nobody likes visiting in-laws in the metro for birthdays and anniversary celebrations. Ooh, that's always fun. Birthdays. We got to love birthdays. But um, yeah, it's just really, I don't like to take stuff that that weirds out my my thought processes. My thought processes are weird enough the way they are. And I I have enough challenges. I don't I don't need to be struggling to remember stuff. I really don't. And this um this is bothering me. Now this is Tuesday. Uh, I might try adding some electrolytes to the water that I usually drink and stuff, but and see if that helps a little bit. If it helps a little bit then I may pursue that more. But it's just, um, I, I, I don't like, there's, I know when I, ha when I feel good, and this is not when I feel, I'm not feeling good. But, uh, so please, you know, bear with me as I deal with this. And, um, you know, there's some other stuff going on. Um, not bad, just a lot of stuff. Uh, so it, it just keeps, keeps me thrown. And um, I haven't really settled down into a rhythm with uh, the, um, the podcasts. I mean, I've, I've got the Tuesday, Friday thing down pretty well, but as far as the flow of the broadcast, I don't really have that down very well yet. So, and it might be just that I'm trying to do, not that I'm unique at it, I don't mean that at all, but I'm, I'm trying to do too many, too much of it. So some people have somebody that helps them out with it and I don't, <laughs> so, not a complaint, just an observation. So with that, let's get started here. Let's talk, you know, I bit was fussing about um, not having a housekeeper. Like it, uh, I, you're not old enough to remember an old TV show called Hazel. That was a hysterical show. I didn't, I watched it in reruns as a kid. Well, not a kid kid. Like I was a young teen, early adolescence, and they had reruns on and we'd watch it. And um, it was always kind of funny. I, I don't have a housekeeper every day she's going to come in once a week and um, basically clean tidy up a little bit um, for a couple hours and you're, you'd be surprised what freeing up a couple of hours a week can do for you when you've got a lot going on and she's going to be fine she's going to be fine if she sticks it out she's been here twice now not counting the day she came over and, and looked around. This is not the first person that we talked about here a while back. This is the lady from my church. And she's a very, very nice lady. And um, she did better yesterday. She came in yesterday and um, she did better. She didn't holler as, at me as much to ask me questions. She just took off and did what she needed to do. She did have a couple questions and the steamer ran out of water, which is odd because I don't use it 
like that. So she must have had it on high. But um, I may mention just kind of casually again that I usually keep it on low unless I'm steaming in the bathroom and then it goes on high because it's there's not that much. It's just um, it's just a clean. It's the bathroom is to obviously there's more germs and stuff in the bathroom. We all understand that. So I don't have to go into that. But that's why just in the bathrooms where I keep it on high. I think she may have had it on high the whole time <laughs> because it used the whole tank, uh, which is not that big. But I never used never used the whole tank. But I think she's going to do just fine. I think she's going to do just fine. Um, hey, have you, if do you have an HVAC, the HVAC system that uses an air filtration? Uh, ours, ours has a, I don't know what size, I can't tell you what size, but it's a pretty good size filter and it needs to be changed on a regular basis. I am usually fairly good about changing them with the seasons. So spring, I change it. Then when it goes, when we have the, the summer solstice, I change it. Then the autumnal equinox, and then winter. You get the idea there. So about every three months, I'm changing those filters. It probably could use it more than every three months, but I that's kind of a happy medium. So I forgot, I forgot to do it. Um, couple of weeks back when it was the, the spring equinox and we had a situation which is not related to the filter except that it was part of the HVAC system. Uh, I come down yesterday evening um, before class. I, I was still thinking that class was on Tuesday and I was coming down to get some things and do some laundry and stuff and there's water in the floor again and I knew it wasn't the the um, um, the hot water tank and it hadn't rained there's a reason that this basement is unfinished and that's one other one of them but the HVAC drain the condensation drain is is actually in the basement it it's not outside so there's a drain tube and it goes down to the drain that the washer you know drains into and apparently it's clogged up i don't know spiders and snakes or whatever down in there it's not big enough for snakes but um something has clogged it up since it hasn't run last year last fall uh, and um so it it had backed up in the tube the condensation yesterday had backed up in the tube i don't know where it was coming out but it was coming out somewhere that it was running across the top of the heating system you'd have to see how it's done so the, you've got the the heating unit here and then outside there's a a window, a basement window here, and outside that basement window is the air conditioning unit. And so then it it goes back, comes back into the house, and then the condensation drains. I don't get all of it, but it was running out. So I went up and told Mr. Holstein, I said, we have a mess in the basement. And of course, he got all flustered because that's what you do. <laughs> oh my gosh, here we go. So he came down and um, I, I don't know what he did. Oh, oh yeah, I do know what he did. He went, got, he has a little small air compressor. I don't know. It's like what, three pounds or something. It's only about yay big. And he got it and I don't know how you reach it, but because he does that stuff, not me, but he got in somewhere to get to the drain and he, uh, condensation drain and he shot some air through there and that solved the problem. So there was something clogging up that drain line. And I, I think it's just not steep enough so that's, you know, stuff builds up in there, but so that had that, 
And that reminded me as I was cleaning up around the, um, the system there. Oh, I haven't changed the air filter. I need to do that. So cracked that box open and um, took the other one out. And it's just as nasty. <laughs> They're awful to look at, folks. You should really, at least once or twice a year, do these yourself. Change the filters in your stuff yourself so that you actually see how nasty things are. Now, granted, our unfinished basement does not help, <laughs> but it's still gross. And then I have little uh, vent filters in the vents, not because I'm filtering the air coming up out of the HVAC back into the house, but because dogs, cats, and people walk across those vents and little stuff will drop down there and those vent filters help keep some of that trash out of there. So, um it's always it's always fun. We're always learning things around here at the Holstein house. So, you know, have you changed your filters? Not just on your HVAC, but if you have window unit filters, have you changed those? Have you cleaned? Now, we talked last time about cleaning your fan blades. Make sure you get those fan blades clean, too. Make sure you adjust the direction. We talked about that last time, too. So I got that taken care of, and Mr. Holstein, <laughs> his return from Indiana, he'd been out working in Indiana for a while. When his, his return, one of the things he has decided is he wants to cut out grains from his diet or cut them to almost nothing. So here I am learning and, and trying to work on sourdough, um, you know, homemade bread and all this stuff and now he wants to get that all I've got the grains I've got the wheat berries I've got all this stuff and now he wants to cut the grains out and it's fine it's not that big a, I mean it's a deal but it's not that big a deal so I thought okay I need to this this could be a good plan because there's a lot of folks cutting back on grains a lot of folks going keto and keto light and carnivore and stuff. And if I could offer my direct book guests some alternative breakfast foods, homemade keto toast, homemade keto muffins, you know, if I can get those down to where they're actually, that I can actually turn them out in, in a short period of time and they taste decent you know maybe the maybe the jellies made with um stevia instead of white sugar you know maybe i could do this so i yeah uh, i checked i found i come across i've made those um the breads like from flaxseed and coconut flour and all this stuff and usually they're they're very heavily reliant on eggs and the, the eggs, the cooking of the eggs create the lift and the volume a lot of times. I mean, you do add some baking powder and uh, you do add some uh, baking soda. Um, so my three sons, Brady Bunch, Family Affairs, New Heart, Courtship, Fetty I didn't scroll that down very good, um, <laughs> Mike. So I didn't see that. But hey, Seth, I see you over there. I think you're over there, over on the Noster. Glad to see you over there. <laughs> I, I'm not real good at switching the screens, and I don't have one of those big, curvy, you know, fancy setups like a lot of people do. So um, I'm sorry I didn't see you sneak in there, but, you know, 
you can chime in anytime you like. Just let me know. Oh, hey, I don't, my, my screen, I know what that little thing is because you guys told me that little thing is the hug emoji. And on this machine, it just comes up with the, with the rectangle. So yeah, that's how that is. You and Josh taught me that one. I remember, maybe elephant slow, but I remember. <laughs> so, um, the the keto breads and and the um, low carb breads and stuff that uh, I made before are are heavily dependent on eggs. So I and I that just to me there was a flavor. That, now I like eggs. Don't get me wrong, but that was just a flavor I don't want in a in a bread like thing. And so I come across. I'm going to do some more studying, but I did come across a lady uh, from India who had a YouTube channel up. She was making a flaxseed bread and it looked really good. Of course, she's perfected this. She's been doing it for a while. And it was um, flaxseed and, uh, oh, what was the other one? Um, darn it. I didn't have it. I had to substitute for it. It was, um, psyllium, psyllium uh, husk. Uh, flaxseed and psyllium husk and some eggs and some baking soda and some other things. And it looked really, it looked like it turned out really well. I mean, she obviously, like I said, she's, um, she's been making it for a long time and she even admits that she went through and she's had a channel on for, for several years. This actual video was a little over a year, year old. Low carb keto. Well, <laughs> Mike, I, we did a, a low carb a long time ago, uh, Wayne and I did, and a lot of this stuff, the um, you were cutting out the grains. And so no rice flour, no wheat flour, no oat flour, so you're going to seed flours. And it was just, he really didn't end up too, doing it too long. So... Um, you can low carb and not be keto. It it's just a different varying degrees of stuff, really. But I I made this. I didn't have the psyllium husk, and I was checking, and you could you could substitute xanthium for xanthium gum for that, and so I did that. Well, I don't know if that was it, but man, that did not come out good at all. That was some really gross stuff. Um. It was heavy, heavily flaxseed, and it had a mouthfeel of mineral oil. <laughs> it was just gross. And um, I think I overfilled the pans. When you do these type of, um, of uh, they're not, they're not, I don't even call them breads. I mean, people like to call them bread, but they're not breads. But when you do these type of bread substitute things, um, It, it's, it's just, it, it can just really be, you really have to work on it. And the flavors and the mouthfeel and the things are just sometimes really nasty. And that, that turned, and it was so dark from the um, flaxseed, which isn't an initial turnoff, except that it's really heavy. They don't raise really well. You, you have to, if you, you don't put them in a traditional loaf pan. I mean, there's a lot of variations to it. And that one just, they didn't really get done in the middle. They were really wet in the middle. And I'm like, no, this is not, this is not going to work. So that was a big flop. I'm not going to give up on it. 
So I will continue to uh, try to try to sort one out so that you know my direct book guests I can offer a package for um, because you want to provide them breakfast and I'm not gonna I don't want to get into a full English fry up type breakfast you know yeah it is it's uh, Mike it is hard to replace the consistency of gluten it really is and that's why I like sourdough because it's there are a lot of beneficials um, benefits to to the the sourdough process, the souring process, the starter process is breaking down a lot of that, but you still get the benefit from it. But um, this was just not it. I, I still want to, I want to be able to provide the light breakfast. Now I do offer the fried mush, but that's a, that's a grain. Polenta, I think you would know it by Mike. Uh, fried in butter with a couple slices of bacon that I'm good with, or a couple patties of, of sausage that I'm good with, but I do not want to get into big breakfasts of, of fry ups and pancakes and stuff like that. I, that's not where I'm at. But I do think that if I can offer this alternative, if I can perfect a couple of alternative breads, alternative muffins, if I can get the bread process down, I can, I've got little muffin rings that I can make you know, I can make muffins. It's no big deal. Uh, like English muffin style, the little flat round ones, not the, like, not the ones like you put in the muffin tins and, and make them with the big top on it. But um, if I can perfect a couple of those, I think that will be a good option for some of our direct book guests. But yeah, I haven't found it yet. And coconut is so, I, I have actually have a freezer full. I have a deep freezer full of different flowers from when I was trying this before because flour on its own will go rancid but you can extend that by keeping it in the freezer and uh, I have one where I was working with that before and then we kind of fell back to you know traditional breads and yummy yeast rolls and all those all those yummy yummy things that that you get when you make food from real flour and real yeast and stuff that everybody wants to get rid of nowadays so I'm going to try to do that. Um, I know you two guys are probably not into this, but if, uh, if, if folks who may watch or listen to the replay of this, um, and, and Seth, I'd really like to know if they ever got the recording. Um, I don't know that, there's a re that there was a recording option for me here today, uh, but if there is one, I'd like to get a hold of that and figure out how to use that on the, the Noster Nest. Um, let me see. Invite to stage. Yay, there you go. Try it now, Seth. I did it. I, I did it the first time. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah, the little cog. Okay, I see that now. Okay, so if I hit it now, it will start now, obviously. Okay, so I'm going to try that and see. What, okay, I see the little red um, thing up there now. So, and now it shows a stop room record. Okay. Now, tell me the stream audio and the start podcast recording. Are these, do you link to your 
like I usually uh, upload to Podbean. Do you link to Podbean or? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. And I never, I don't want to do it now, but it, I, I've got to play with this a little more to learn how, because you guys told me to uh, claim my, um, name on here and I haven't done that yet because I don't remember how you guys told me to do it it's just some of the stuff that I have to um, walk through while I'm doing it or I won't remember and uh, and I need to I'm gonna need to do that um, so that I can claim it and I remember Josh saying that he set it so that a page a forwarding on his website and I'm, I, I know what he's talking about the automatic forwarding there goes automatically to I guess the name that or the 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 one that he, the name that on Nostra Nest that he saved his nest that he saved so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay okay now before or after you start the so Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do need to spend some more time with it. And everything needs more time. And we've got ducks coming. So ducklings, maybe, maybe. Still not sure. <laughs> Might be able to nest some duds. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. No, I, um, we, we don't know. I could, I mean, you can go out and you can candle them, but I'm not going to fool with it. I'm going to leave her, leave her alone. Okay, so edit profile, leave stage, stream audio, stop recording, start podcast recording, and cancel. I'm just cool. If I hit cancel, it won't stop the recording, right? I have to hit stop recording. Cancel just takes me out of that window. Okay, all right. Yay! Got that. I'm going to try that and see how that works. I know, I know. I'll end up with 85,000 recordings of the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. But yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun if I can get uh, if I can get the hang of that. I know a lot of the other guys are doing real well with it. So yeah, I'm jealous of them, but they have more time for it than I do. <laughs> yeah, well, it's. The doldrums of the or the doldrums, but the the winter's over and 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 life's perking back up and people have things to do and stuff. You know, it's just the way it is. All righty. Well, I'm going to move on with this. I wanted to um, you know invite you guys if you under if you have a uh, recipe for some of the grain free breads, I'd love you to share them if you've worked them out and they work well. Then um, because I 
I never really got it quite the way I like it. And maybe it's one of those things where you don't actually ever really like it. You just need it because it's better for you. I'm not that good of a person. I'll end up falling back to the uh, the really good stuff. So uh, the stuff that you're not supposed to have too much of. And I like it anyway. I like to cook. I like to make things um, the more old style. Like I make, I like to make a homemade custard instead of a store bought, you know, custard or, or a box mix custard. And and that takes a lot of work because it takes a lot of eggs. And uh, but it's so good. It's just so delicious. So, but yeah, if you if if any of you guys uh, either listening to this live or listening to it on replay have a, a recipe for a good um, grain free bread substitute share it with me if you don't mind i'd like to give it a try so i wanted to remind some of you guys that i do have some new merchandise up on the hosting house etsy shop uh we do have a new design up and i know it won't actually fit for everyone but it's called um unconventionally diverse it's a uh, it's a design for uh that has um the footprints of humans which are Wayne and myself and then we have our dogs our cats our chickens and our duck footprints up there and it says my family is unconventionally diverse so if, if you think that's a neat little thing we've got it on t-shirts on mugs stickers and mag magnets so if you'd like to do that that's over at holsteinhouse.etsy.com now for those of you who might be interested in coming to stay we do have a promo code for those who are listening to this broadcast. And right now it's still, it's still because it's easier just to roll off one uh, code than a bunch of them. We're using the podcast five, P-O-D-C-A-S-T five. So when you direct book your stay here at Holstein House, you can get 5% off your entire stay. And that includes if you book one of the packages that we offer, that would be 5% off the total the total booking. Um, I am considering, um, I need a haircut because my bangs are itching my forehead here. I keep scratching at it. Uh, I am considering some other uh, special discounts or promo codes. And, um, you know, we do, we do want to start offering uh, stays booked and paid for through Bitcoin. I'd going to have to do that uh, individually though and if, if, if you prefer to reserve a room with bitcoin you can reach out to me independently and i will block the dates off for a small period of time in order for us to um for me to create the uh, the invoice or the uh, qr code and get it to you and you to get me paid it wouldn't hold indefinitely probably going to be about a 24-hour period of time so that you can turn around and get that invoice taken care of because i can't keep those dates blocked forever this is most likely going to need to be at least a week in advance so that we can make sure those dates are open and then if you change your mind or if something happens and you choose not to book the room the room can still be booked by someone else so if you are if you do prefer to reserve a room with bitcoin and you want to do that here at holstein house just reach out to me contact information is in the description below the backyard garden is coming along okay it's not very good it's a small container garden i've got a few cherry tomatoes a few broccoli asparagus mixed things now 
I know a lot of folks like to scream about GMO, but this is going to be an interesting plant. Right now it has very large cabbage-like, broccoli-like leaves on it. I've got two of those plants. I don't know what part you're, su <laughs> you're supposed to eat. If it's going to sprout like broccoli heads or if it's going to sprout tall asparagus looking things. But I'm interested to see how that's going to turn out. It's currently loving the weather that we're having out there. It's rather cool and, and damp. Uh, cherry tomatoes are doing nicely. It's still kind of early. A couple of those did get um, damaged by the chill we had a couple of weeks ago. Three of the four look like they're going to pull out of it. One of them is pretty well beyond hope. So I'm going to get that one um, replaced with some uh, local uh, heirloom varieties. Uh, Friday is our anticip anticipated pip date for the ducklings. So if Don Drake hasn't uh, shot some blanks there and, and, and uh, creme brulee is sitting on a nest of viable eggs, we might have eight little ducklings coming out pretty soon. I know she's um, she's getting a little restless. She came out first thing this morning when I was feeding everybody. Usually she sets until later in the day, but she got up this morning um, ready to have some breakfast and and take a quick bath. And I tried to adjust the uh, the coop a little bit so that the my the thing's going to be is when those little fellows are hatched, whether it's one or eight. Um, it's going to be easy for them to get out and I don't have it all set up. I never plan to have little ones, not that little anyway. And when I've brought new um, chicks or ducklings in, I, I brought them in from Tractor Supply. I kept them in a, um, in a cage here in the basement until they were big enough to, with, you know, with the heat lamp and everything, until they were big enough to put outside. So it wasn't an issue. Now it's an issue because I never planned on having them, um, hatched out in the uh, in the coop so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to corral those little boogers until they get big enough to get in and out of things themselves and I don't have much longer to try and I'm so excited I can't wait I hope there's a couple anyway three or four um, don't you know don't want to um, don't want to give a chance for the uh, the uh, predators to get them so they need to be able to run and get away from whatever might be coming after them. And I'm not, I'm just not quite ready for it. Not quite ready for it. We still offer, by the way, I uh, was talking a little bit ago about some of the packages. We still offer the coffee and chocolate package. And it's kind of hard. I'm, I have a little 30 second like advertisement thing that I've put up uh, on YouTube and on um all my socials at different times and I've even put them up on Noster. I don't know how often to do that. I don't want to wear people out, but it does show and I know I talk about especially on Noster, I've been trying to record the um um from the on the front porch morning. It's just really a weather update and it's just something to get, you know, to to um to build up the amount of uh social uh updates that I've got out there. Um, regular um regular offerings on uh, i put them on um etsy not etsy darn it on um tiktok and clapper and rumble and all those just to to build the content and um you know help build awareness and you know i've been up until now that the weather's decent i've been going i've been sitting in the kitchen or in the breakfast room and doing them and i decided well it's daylight early enough now I can go out on the front porch like I'm talking about and say, you know, 
this morning on the Holstein front front porch, it's 69 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, 20 degrees Celsius or whatever it might happen to be. And the forecast is going to be this, and it's a nice day to do that. And so um, I talk about if you're traveling to or through West Virginia, you know, come and stay. But then I think, well, why, why would they come? What is there for them to come and stay for? The packages that I offer, there's not that many. I mean, it's just the one room. I'm not a huge place. I can't offer tremendous amounts of things. But one of the things I like to offer is the idea of the local coffee and the local chocolates. And the local coffee is the Coal River coffee that's um, roasted here locally a few miles from me in St. Albans. And then the chocolates are Hall's chocolates, and they're from Parkersburg. And that's like, that's almost an hour, depending on what part of Parkersburg you're going to. But still... The way that I would offer it, it's, I mean, it's really, I'm not sure how to package that. So in that little 30-minute promotion, I have a shot of the coffee bag and the the chocolates, you know. Uh, it, so it's there. I don't know how often I should run that. So I, um, I stumble with that, and I know that there's got to be a little more, but I've only, I really want to keep it to 30 seconds or less, and a lot of times I blow that, but I'm not sure how much I can offer. I mean, I'm not going to do anything special for Mother's Day because I'm going to be doing my own Mother's Day, <laughs> and people aren't coming here for a romantic getaway for Mother's Day. I'm not the romantic B&B spot, so I'm a... I don't know, uh, a convenient spot to stop while you're here. <laughs> That's probably not the best way to put it either. So I, you know, I, I do want to promote it a little more, but I don't want to, uh, you know, beat people up and ha have it up there all the time and just wear people out with it. Oh, let's see where I'm at. Oh, it's 20 till got to get to town today like so many times before but you know I've one of the things that I like to try to mention and I don't do it real well yet but it's it's coming along it's it's um uh if you're if you're traveling to or th let me start that over if you're traveling to or through West Virginia on the interstates 6477 or the West Virginia Turnpike as it's also known consider staying at the Holstein house we accept the reservations through Airbnb or direct book. Direct book gets get a better value. It eliminates the middleman because Airbnb takes their money out of there and you're ultimately paying that. And it offers you specials that Airbnb guests can't get. And like I mentioned a few minutes ago, the coffee and chocolate package is a special. Airbnb, so far as I know, does not take Bitcoin at this time. Maybe they will, but they're also going to take their fee out of it. So... Uh, you want to consider staying at uh, Holstein House, go to robinholstein.com and select Holstein House from the menu. And so that's one of the things I try to try to share and uh, and promote. So uh, May 1st, now I did mention this on Noster, on May 1st was my one month Nostiversary. I don't know if that's a, a thing. I don't know if they say Nostiversary, but I did. <laughs> 
I went from zero followers to 238, depending on the client you look. And I've decided that once I hit 500, I'll do another drawing uh, like we did on the 50th episode for either a t-shirt or ceramic mug. Maybe both. Just depends. It might be both. Sometimes it might be both. So um, if you want to look at the mugs and the t-shirts, it would you could go over to the Etsy shop, the Holstein House Etsy shop, and look at that. I'm not sure how I would do the um, drawing because when I did it before, I had everybody on either YouTube or Facebook, and I did it through StreamYard's um, giveaway uh, giveaway tool. But sorry about it. But I'm not sure how I would do it. With Noster, I don't think there's a if there's a tool that you could put your followers in. Maybe you could do it. I could check the StreamYard if there's a way I can export my followers to an Excel sheet that I could then upload into the StreamYard tool to spin and work. But then, but see, if I did that. They wouldn't be entering to win. There had to be a way to enter to win. That would be fair because, I mean, you know, I could pre, like for Mike, I could say, Mike, you're entered to win. And then I could give Mike the thing and then nobody would know. I'm real suspicious of that stuff. I used to work for the state. And I'm real suspicious of false uh, or misleading promotions. I think I shared with you one time, I never told you who, and I probably won't still, but I did, you had to, there, there's a particular YouTuber that I follow, there, it's a very, very, very popular account, and it was for people who order X amount of things, you're going to get a particular, um, in your order will be a special item and we want you to take that special item and do either a short video or a still shot of you using that item and then the people who do that will be entered into a drawing and we'll uh, we have six hundred dollars to award top person will get three the next person two the third person one they never did it they never did it i made the purchase i did the video they never held the the drawing and that bothers me. That bothers me. But um, they're very popular. And maybe I missed it, but I don't think I would have missed that. I think they would have made a big deal of, look, you know, we, we awarded this particular um, winner uh, all these things. This $300 to this one, you know, that's why you should buy our stuff. But they didn't do it. So there's got to be, there has to be a method for me to... I'm going to look at that StreamYard tool some more and see if you can manually add people so that if they if the people on Nostra reached out and said, yes, please add me, if they private messaged me and said, you know, I'd love to participate in it. Or if I had a, a hashtag, hashtag Holstein House rules or something like that, and everybody who used that hashtag could be entered. I, I'll have to think about that some more. I have to give that some more thought. 
So I'm going to switch over and talk a little bit about what's going on over at the church. And for those of you who may or may not have ever heard this before, I don't get preachy when I do this. This is not a sermon here. I'm just talking about some of the things that's going on for uh, in the church. I'm very involved in my church, <laughs> very involved in my church. And um, we are, of course, we've been struggling, like so many other churches, to um, increase awareness, not just of the fact that we're a church, but that we do stuff at the church and that we can provide community uh, education or community resources or support and things like that. And we want to be a good community member like anybody else, you know, like any of your little league sponsors or anything. Of course, we're not sponsoring little league, but, you know, we want to participate in community events and be an active part of our community. So I we've been struggling for a while. And uh, one of the things that we did is we applied for a grant through um, the state organization and we got a thousand dollars towards our project and our project is called the john 1721 project and it has to do more with uh, while christ is telling peter to feed my sheep we being the church are feeding the community not just feeding them literally food but also feeding their minds so uh, we're working with uh, well I, i've reached out and the the ideas to have like weekly lunch and learn projects where we provide the food and we bring in a speaker and members of the community are welcome to come in and learn a skill or an idea or about a program that they may qualify for or about projects or events or things in the community. And I'm really excited because I reached out and have now heard from two. Now, one of them, my congregants already know about. The other one just happened this morning. So you guys are hearing about it before they are. We've partnered with West Virginia State University, not Marsh, not WVU out of Morgantown, but West Virginia State University out of Institute to provide an expanded food and nutrition program two days a week for six weeks, starting on June the 6th. It's a program that will be targeted towards upper elementary and middle school youth in the, in the attendance area for our local high school, which is Riverside High School. Um, and they'll come in, they'll do like on Tuesday, they'll do an educational thing and we'll give them a little snack. But then on Thursday, they'll actually let the kids put their hands on cooking and, and making the meals and, and things that uh, that they've been talking about. So I'm really excited for that. I really, really am. I think it'll be a great program for our area. Uh, a lot of our younger, you know, kids, may they don't teach this stuff in school anymore. And I'm really excited to have this program come out um, and work with us at least for six weeks. And I don't know if they, if they can extend it anymore or not. Then I just heard from this morning before I went live that um, the, um, oh, there's a container garden, the, uh, there's container garden program offered also from the extension program at West Virginia State University. And we're going to try to work out a way to offer container gardening classes. Now, I, it's kind of late in the season for some stuff, but we could do small container gardens. I mean, cherry tomatoes will grow anywhere and they'll take over. So cherry tomatoes would be a great one. I don't know that that's going to be one yet because we haven't worked everything out. I reached out to the uh, program director last week. She got back with me this morning, said, I'd love to talk to you more. And I said, I'll get with you this afternoon. 
and, but yeah, this is something we can definitely do. So this is going to be at least a couple weeks, maybe, maybe longer if we can get that worked out. So I'm excited to hear about that. Some things at the church are going a lot more smoothly now than they had been. Some of you were listening and putting up with me talking about, you know, how, <laughs> how much struggle we were having through the winter, especially when the heater went out in the fellowship hall and scrambling around trying to get things set and, and work around that so that we could keep the building open. Because the fellowship hall, it's more than just for the church. It's intended to be a place for members of the community to meet, you know, and 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 have activities and, and food. We have a small kitchen there. It's not the commercial kitchen. So, you know, we got to be careful not to upset, uh, upset the powers that like to regulate. But um, uh, it is a full kitchen with the stove and the sink and refrigerator and the separate restrooms and everything. So we can provide things there for the community. And I'm really excited about that. Um, our, um, our finances are stable. We are not in immediate trouble uh, at all, but I mean, we could be, (laughs) we could be, but right now it's very stable. The Lord's blessed us that that those things have have stayed, you know, where we need them to be, that folks have continued to send in their, uh, their tithes and offerings, um, even though they're not able to always be there in person, that we are uh, getting these things ramped up. I've done a newsletter, do I have it here? Oh, there's a couple things I will show you guys. I didn't. Uh, this is just the third one. I put a newsletter because some of our members uh, can't get out anymore. And I want them to stay uh, informed and stay, uh, you know, feeling part of the, of, of the church still because they are still members. And, and I, can't, uh, I can't send weekly things out anymore. It's just not enough of me to do that. So this is just a couple of pages that talks about, you know, what's going on, what we're doing, um, what the Bible study topic. I know this isn't a really good, my, my black toner was wearing out on this, you know, what Bible study uh, is, is focusing on and uh, just some, just some general information for them to have so that they can still feel as a part of the congregation. And so I'm really, really excited about that. I I think it's, um, I think it's really going on very well and a couple just a couple odd things that I was going to share that I was put uh was seeing you know as I um as I uh was getting stuff ready at the last minute you know I sell eggs here I sell chicken eggs and I sell duck eggs and one of the things that I've always struggled with is I have um you know everybody gives me their um I just have so many of these things oops I already put the tape on that these uh styrofoam the styrofoam egg cartons now some people will tell you don't reuse those bacteria bacteria (laughs) just wash them out for heaven's sakes just wash them out but one of the things that is bothersome to me is that you know it's always got the store-bought label on it and I thought was it is there a way that I can create my own and I did find on Canva and this is just a general FYI it's not like I created anything exciting I did find a template on Canva to make these, uh, to make little, and and I just, I need the sticker paper, but to make a little sticker, let me see if you can get that without the glare, to put on these. Probably the styrofoam ones I'll have to tape, but mine just has the Holstein House logo there for those of you who are on the audio. And what it says, what uh, that's on the, um, 
if it if it's if you're holding it up to the camera on um, on your right my left uh it just is the holstein house round logo and then um on the right i created and i also did this in canva it's just a little square i could actually put it on stickers you know i may do that see i think better when i'm talking out loud um that says hand gathered eggs ungraded because i don't i don't go through and weigh mine and try to make some kind of grade on coop to table and then i have the holstein house uh, address and contact information there and i got a duck on one side and a chicken silhouette on the other so um that's what it is there it's probably backwards you probably can't see it but uh, it's the little little coop to table thing because there's the big farm to table uh, and that may be transitioning out the uh, ag communities. We're doing farm to table this, farm to table that. And um, I thought, well, mine, mine's not farm to table, but mine's coop to table because I'm just a little old place. I'm not a big farm. I'm just a little, I say just, maybe I shouldn't say just, but I'm a little B&B &B with some coops, some chickens and ducks. I sell eggs. I make stuff that I sell. I do jams and jellies and a lot of those little things then I also have and this comes from the other businesses that I've got that I run um, I'm always having leftover stuff so I'll do stickers I'll do name tags for conventions I'll do uh, things and I have pieces and parts left over and I'm one of those that if it's still good I'm still going to use it so I have some round labels um, round stickers I think these are two inch I don't have a ruler here closed. I think these are two inch. They may be two and a quarter. But I went and, you know, you can make your own QR codes. And I went and made a QR code and put the um, Holstein House logo in the middle. I think I can make that logo a little bigger in here and not hurt the QR code any. And um, you just need to use a little bit of software. It's no big deal. You can even use Canva. And I put the QR code to Lightning Tip Me. On there you know how these people have the um, cash at me at things on their cars <laughs> well I thought I'm gonna put these on my I might put this on the inside window of my car and uh, so people can scan it and uh, lightning me then uh, uh, I made use some as well and made some labels for some breads and some jams on uh, some white labels that just say Holstein house for stickers and then for um, for my breads, which now that Mr. Holstein's decided he doesn't want to eat grains, I can still make them. Though. And it says homemade just for you from Holstein House. So those are just a handful of things that that uh, some of you guys might be interested in uh, doing for yourself, your own small business, because you don't have to have a big you don't have to have a big fancy house to do a a small B and B. I I'm trying to move away from Airbnb but honestly if you want to get started that's a good way to start you get your place listed up on Airbnb and you get you learn to adjust your room rate so that you don't get the um, less desirables we'll say uh, because I've had a few of those <laughs> I've had a few of those one of these days I'll share again the story of Captain Underpants but um it can be fun and it can be a way of bringing in a little extra cash 
into your home. And, uh, you know, if you have something like bread or you have something skills, you can you can make homemade jellies. If you can uh, if you can have a couple of chickens or rabbits or ducks or whatever it is and you can sell a few of those while you're at it. You know, it's all good and it's all extra money. And depending on how you manage it, it might be. Uh, well, I don't want to say tax free because that would just kind of be wrong, wouldn't it? I'm not telling you to do it tax free. I'm not telling you to do it by cash. I wouldn't dare tell you to do it by Bitcoin through a QR code. Oh, I, I would I would never I wouldn't. That would not be right. That would not be right. Well, kids, I'm going to wrap it up. We're right at an hour. And uh, I, I always like to keep these right at an hour unless I have a guest or something that uh, we've got a topic going on. But um, on Tuesdays, I don't tend to do that. Fridays now, Fridays lives are unscripted and anything really can happen. The only thing about Fridays is dad comes over for one of these lab works at noon. So um, you know, we usually have only a couple hours to do that, but I'm always willing to listen to folks. And if you ever wanted to come on and talk to me about stuff, whether it be stuff related to Airbnb, stuff related to your church, stuff related to making breads or jellies or chickens and ducks and dogs and cats and all kinds of different things. Or, or if you're trying to learn to use an oster like I am and noster nests and you're just not really sure about it. We can talk about that some too. So I'm going to stop there. And Seth, it was great having you join me over on Nostraness. I'm going to close that one off now. And I thank you. And you come back anytime you see that it's on. And you're more than welcome anytime. Uh, you're very welcome. So I'm going to try this um, to stop room recording and see what happens there. And then we're going to close this off. And we'll see you guys another time over on Nostraness. Wait. Maybe I need to wait till that finishes up. Uh, is it finished? It might be. It looks like it's finished. Okay. We'll talk to you later over there on the Nostra Nest. Bye, Seth. So um, we've got that done. And I'm going to try. I'm going to fiddle around with that uh, audio. You have a great week too, Mike. And maybe we'll see you Friday if you can get over here for that. And we will stop there. And thank you guys for joining me. And come back anytime. Right now, Friday, Friday, live, unscripted. We'll see you there. Bye-bye. So, there you have it. Post your comments. Do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.